Welcome back in Xander's Facts Podcast, episode 24. Are you ready? No, no, not! Because you better be. Because we're about to get into some, some serious stuff. We just talked sports. Now we're going to talk about politics and something big that's happening right now across the U.S. The new boogeyman for the Republican Party. It is something that you might know as critical race theory. Oh my gosh, Sander, how could you talk about this? This is evil liberal propaganda indoctrinating our kids. How could you? Well, hold on. Nice try, buddy. Over the last few weeks, this has definitely been in the news. And over the last year or so, as I said, it has become the new boogeyman for the Republican Party to try to attack Democrats, I guess. Remember in the 2018, before the 2018 midterms, when we were all told of this caravan that was coming to uh, kill our babies and take our jobs and destroy our communities? Well, the election came and went, and the caravan never came. So, I mean, that was interesting. But this time, this is related to education and race. Well, the last one was race, too, because they were being racist. And they're also being racist now. Huh. But back in September of 2020... Terrible year. Then President, our boy, Donnie Boy, issued a memo to the Office of Management and Budget to stop funding training on critical race theory for federal employees. What? Hold on. Subsequently, several states this year have introduced bills in their legislatures attempting to ban its teaching in public schools. Some states have already passed the bills. Like Idaho, Iowa, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas. Yeah, the real beauties, right? I don't know. Along with other discussions about racism. You can't talk about racism. Yet these bills remain extremely vague in detail and in what exactly cannot be taught. So what's all the fuss about, people? What exactly is critical race theory? Get ready because it is a Xander's Facts deep dive. Xander's spreading lies. Here we go. What exactly is critical race theory. So nearly 40 years ago, critical race theory was developed as an academic concept by legal scholars as a way to explain how race and racism affect people's lives. It originated basically as a way to explain why the United States remains unfair for people of certain races, even after laws were overturned by the federal government that allowed racial segregation. Basically, the core idea is that race is a social construct and that racism is not merely the product of individual bias or prejudice, but also something that is embedded in legal systems and policies. It also asserts that even when a society advances, the progress that is made is often met with backlash that works to neutralize progress. So for example, let's talk about this. The framework tries to explain why for years, the Supreme Court cl- declared it unconstitutional for schools to be segregated on the basis of race. Remember, Brown v. Board of Education in the Supreme Court. But school districts in Virginia continued to be segregated and in some cases simply closed down until like 1970. Like it was years. Or why in the 1930s, government officials drew lines around areas deemed poor financial risks because of the racial composition of inhabitants, with banks refusing to offer mortgages to black people in those areas. Or, remember a couple weeks ago we talked about the infrastructure bill, and I went on this rant about how the interstate system was created back in the 50s, and it tore right through minority neighborhoods to try to separate black neighborhoods and white neighborhoods. 
There you go. And now those neighborhoods are terrible neighborhoods to live in. Seder's facts. Quick facts! And in fact, critical race theory now mentions modern-day policies, like single-family zoning that prevents building affordable housing in advantaged majority white neighborhoods and stymies racial desegregation efforts. So Xander, well, that sounds terrible. For some people. Awful. So here's what those people are saying. What are the critics saying about critical race theory? Many critics, mainly loudmouth conservatives who don't have anything better to do, I guess, believe that critical race theory teaches that, in fact, all white people are racist and that it, in turn, is racist. Jeez. Many parents, who have nothing better to do, apparently, have infiltrated school board meetings across the country yelling to teachers and school board members that they don't want their children being taught that the system, that the government, is racist and discriminatory. In fact, in Loudoun County, I'm going to go all in on this here, in Loudoun County, which is in Virginia, it's a D.C. suburb, a school board meeting on June 23rd had to be shut down by the sheriff's office after a ton of parents, white parents, caused a ruckus opposing the teachings of critical race theory because they didn't want it being taught in their schools, and they thought it was. And it's not. Huh. All the district said is that it is simply training teachers to be culturally responsive to serve an increasingly diverse student population. It is becoming increasingly diverse in Loudoun County. Parents, the parents argued that the policies are anti-white and take a negative position against the United States and make white people feel bad about themselves and their country because these people believe white people are the most discriminated against group in America right now. Really? We're going to get to that in a second too because (laughs) what did you just say, Xander? People think that. We're going to talk about that because Loudoun County, as I said, is a suburb of D.C. in Virginia. That represents a continuing disaster for Republicans and conservatives right now. It was a former Republican stronghold 20 years ago that has grown at one of the highest rates in the country with a more diverse population and with that, more higher educated individuals and individuals that vote with the Democrats more often. In fact, in the 2000 election, Bush v. Gore, Republicans won Loudoun County in the presidential election with 56% of the vote. And in that election, Al Gore got 30,398 votes in Loudoun County. In 2020, Biden Democrats won Loudoun County with 61.5% of the vote, and they got over 100,000 more votes. They got 138,372 votes. That was a fact. To put that in perspective, in 1990, the census declared that there were 86,000 people living in Loudoun County. Last year, it was estimated that 413,000 people lived in Loudoun County. That is a 380% increase in their population in 30 years. It is one of the fastest growing counties in the country. And it represents how the struggle is real for Republicans in the suburbs because it is clearly a suburb of D.C. 
when it really wasn't considered a suburb of D.C. 20 or 30 years ago. So a lot of these parents have been there for years and years, and they're watching all these new people come in. The population now of Loudoun County is a lot more diverse, and these people, white people, parents, don't like that. And now they think that accommodating more populations is bad. So what about, I said this, white people believe, some people, conservatives, white conservatives, believe that white people, white males mostly, are the most discriminated against group in the U.S. right now. That was dumb. So why are they whining about this? While conservatives oppose critical race theories concepts applied to black people, they have no problem using those same concepts when discussing the discrimination of white people. There are many white conservatives in America today who balk at the thought of systematic racism against black people in the U.S., you know, because how could it? But those same people will get up and complain that they are the victims of racism. So this is something called frame flipping. Frame flipping is basically allowing the bigot, the people who are saying this, to position themselves as the actual victim, similar to how a bully in school would try to position themselves as the victim if a victim actually retaliated against themselves in school. So basically, these people are bullies. I didn't say that. Standard facts. It is the belief that black people do not only want to do not only want to be treated fairly and equally, but they want more than that. It's similar to the thought that gay people don't only want to marry, but to convert as many people as possible. Or that Jews don't just want to be left in peace, that they want to take over the world. Or that black people are not victims of American power, but they have benefited off of hardworking white people. That's basically the same concept here. Many conservatives don't want their children to be taught that the system has been fundamentally racist for the entire duration of the country. Because that would mean white people, their ancestors, actively endorsed racism in the past. How could they? I mean, what? So, well, what does this mean? They kind of did. I mean, after all, when the nation was first founded, the Constitution literally said a black person can only count as three-fifths of a person. Like, the Constitution also said white landowning males were the only people who could vote. So, I mean, how could they? It's not racist! It doesn't make any sense! But since the vast majority of Americans don't know the specifics of critical race theory, like you may not have until you just listen to the facts on Xander's Facts Podcast... It's all true! Republicans hope that they can use their propaganda machine to indoctrinate many with lies on the matter like they're trying to say, like critical race theory is racist towards white people. When in fact, it's basically telling the truth. Basically, it says the facts. There are textbooks in Alabama right now that describe the living conditions for slaves as wonderful and well-kept and neat and tidy and they enjoyed their lives very much. That's what Alabama kids are learning. But no, they don't want to learn about how bad it was. Because that is history. Original. Isn't that interesting? Because 
over the weekend in Charlottesville, they just took down a bunch of statues of Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson and all those boys. Oh, all those boys. And remember in 2017 in Charlottesville when they had that rally and they were chanting, uh, they'll not replace us. And they started ramming people with their cars and they had the tiki torches and David Duke was there, you know, all those people. And they were protesting against removing the statues because they didn't want their history to be erased. But they don't want the history to be taught, apparently. Because all critical race theory is talking about is trying to get to the facts that black people, mainly, and minorities in this country, have been treated unfairly ever since the founding of the country, ever since the first people, ever since Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. And he called, he didn't even land in the U.S., but he mistreated the people he met. And then we started bringing slaves over from Africa and said, oh, these people will do work for you for no pay. What about that? That's what's terrible. Apparently, they don't want that to be taught. But they do want the fight that Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson fought to be taught. Apparently, I don't know how it's erasing history to get rid of a statue when you've got the internet out there. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. Like in, I, like, in Germany, you think they have statues of Adolf Hitler everywhere because that's their history? No, they don't. It's true! Because it was bad history. Some history is bad history. And a lot of this country's history is bad history because it was racist. Oh no, it can't be racist! My ancestors are racist? Probably. But that's how it was back. Sanders facts. And a, I don't know why I went on that rant, but a bunch of, many argue... That it, critical race theory teaching, is another step in discriminating against white people, arguing that in law schools, mainstream media, and in corporate America, white men are now the most discriminated against ethnicity. How could they? How are you discriminating against white people? I don't know. Well, there is no data to back that fact up. You hate to see it. Actually, so in law schools, a lot of schools like the... Ivy Leagues and Harvard and stuff, they are trying to bring more minorities into their programs, so they're setting aside spaces for minorities, not the whole thing. And people are whining because, how could I not get a spot? Because they gave more spots to minorities. Well, if the spots for minorities go from 5% of the class to 15% of the class, then, you know, that's basically what they're doing. But because now... There are white people who can't get into law school because they're not of the top 85% or whatever. They're going to start whining because it's all for themselves. Sanders facts. Sanders facts? And all of this, as I mentioned at the top, is led by your boy, not my boy, Donnie Boy. Because there are more and more white Americans who are identifying themselves as a racially oppressed majority group. Yet there are absolutely no studies that suggest this. But I witnessed it firsthand! You're a liar! Black people lag behind whites in numerous socioeconomic categories, and white people make up the vast majority of CEOs, billionaires, and political leaders in the U.S. But Oprah's the richest female in the world. Oprah's one person. That's not a fact. We're talking about all together. Oh, Oprah's, you know, doing well, so everything must be fine. Not true. 
because in 2018, the Census Bureau estimated that the median household income for white Americans was $65,902. For African Americans, it was $43,862. That's a big fact. And a lot more African Americans than white Americans live under the poverty line in the U.S. because on average, they make lower wages. So while there are some, many, African-Americans who are doing very well. We just had an African-American president, Barack Obama. The majority, well, first off, they have to fight against centuries of systematic racism and oppression because their ancestors were slaves or they were segregated against. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous that white people are going to claim themselves as the victim when they, and I'm white too, so you know, when white people have led the country and have taken advantage of minorities ever since Christopher Columbus came to North America. He didn't even land in the U.S. It's a fact. Ever since then, for centuries, that has been going on. But now white people are the victims because now minorities are standing up and say, we want equal. <gasps> no, you can't have equal. What are you, crazy? That's blasphemy. That's what they're saying. So what, one of the big things that uh, conservatives are whining about is critical race theory being taught in schools. Is it being taught in schools? The short answer is no. It's not being taught in public K-12 through schools. There's been no evidence of that. However, it is being taught in universities, and it has been taught in higher-level education in the U.S. for some time now. For example, when Florida's Board of Education banned critical race theory teaching in June, when both the board and Florida governor, oh, our boy Santa Claus, Ron DeSanti, could, both of them, when they were asked, could not give any examples of critical race theory being taught in schools. So basically, in review, Sanders facts. Thanks goodness that's over. Critical race theory is not being taught in public schools. But what critical race theory does is it details the systematic racism that this country has dealt with ever since its founding. However, because conservatives are once again fighting against change in the U.S., they do not support critical race theory and believe it is the liberals' way of indoctrinating children and their evil ways. I say fighting against change again in the U.S. because it really has been conservatives who have fought against progressive change in the U.S. Do you think it was conservatives who fought to end slavery in the U.S.? No. You think Teddy Roosevelt and Woodrow Wilson were conservatives? No. Well, Wood Wilson was a Democrat. Roosevelt was one of the most progressive presidents in history, and he was a Republican. And during Wilson's term was during the women's suffrage movement, and when women got the right to vote. You think conservatives stood up for women's rights to vote? No. In the 50s and 60s, during the civil rights movement, you think Martin Luther King Jr. was a conserva uh, conservative? No. You think LBJ was a conservative? No. It was, by that time the parties began to switch into their modern fold of liberal and conservative, conservative Republicans, liberal Democrats. But it was not conservatives who fought for the Voting Rights Act and to end segregation. It was progressives and liberals. So 
I just don't understand. Because without progressive change in this country, we wouldn't have women voting. We wouldn't have black people voting. We would still have slavery. I find your lack of fate disturbing. Like, it's kind of interesting how they say liberals are going to ruin America. It's socialism. How about that? Well, those are the same arguments that they were using back then. Socialism, communism, leftist, terrible. They're trying to ruin our country. Those are the same arguments they've used for conservatives have used forever in this country when change is coming. Like when what we're trying to do right now with voting rights and the Voting Rights Act, all that conservatives are fighting against because they believe it's socialism and they don't want everyone to vote. But these are progressive ideas that allow everyone to vote. Why wouldn't you want everyone to vote? Well, they wouldn't want everyone to vote right now because when they, when more people vote, Republicans and conservatives do worse. Stinger! Yellow jacket. That's what happens. Xander's facts. We just, more people voted than any other election by far in 2020. And guess who won? The Senate, the House, and the White House. It was... Tell me, tell me! Joey and the Democrats. And the only way they can win future elections, if they stick with their conservative ideals, is by limiting people's right to vote. No more democracy. I don't know. That's what they're talking about right now in Texas. Remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about the Texas bill, and we outlined it, and we said the Texas Democrats actually fled the state capitol because <laughs> so they didn't have a quorum to vote on the bill. Well, they did it again. But this time... They flew to Washington because Greg Abbott, who's the governor of Texas, who, remember, said that all the wind turbines freezing was because of the Green New Deal in Texas and not because it was his fault and they deregulated uh, the energy grid and they privatized it, you know, all those things that happened. But it was Green New Deal's fault, which is not uh, actual policy right now, especially in Texas. Slow down there. Whatever. But anyway, the governor called a special session in Texas to debate a lot of things but mostly the voting rights bill which gets rid of voting rights actually oops so in order to stop it the texas democrats in the house texas state house fled the state they're in washington right now talking with democrats on the hill about doing something federally because if they can do something federally then they can come back and right now the governor and you know Ted Cruz and all those people. Ted Cruz, Kid Coon, they're all saying, when they get back, we're going to arrest them. And actually, they can't arrest them in Texas because they are supposed to be there. But they're not there because they're pushing these bills through that make it harder to vote in the state of Texas. So they're doing something good. Of course, you wouldn't know it by listening to Republicans. A lot of stuff's going on right now. We're talking about vaccines trying to get more people the vaccine because the delta variant is going through the country cases are up across the country because the vaccination rate continues to lower the white house democrats a lot of republicans too are trying to get people vaccinated bold move there but a lot of the people who support trump say you can't put that stuff in my body even though trump put it in his body but you know you never hear that Sanders facts i don't know there's your politics rant for this week. We talked about critical race theory. And hopefully, now when you hear that, you won't say, <gasps> Liberal indoctrination! No. Because it's basically just trying to accurately teach 
the history of the United States. That's it for this week. Xander's Facts episode 24. Thank you all for listening. And remember, if you want to support Xander's Facts podcast, if you liked the facts you just heard, because it was all facts, then remember to follow, download, rate, and review. Click all those buttons. Follow, like, subscribe, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I don't even know. And most importantly, spread the facts. Xander's Facts podcast. That's Xander with a Z, not an X like some people spell it, like Xander Shoffley, who is actually going to be in the British Open this week. Golf major number four of the year. We didn't even talk about We didn't even have time to talk about that because we had so many facts to talk about this week on Xander's Facts. But that's it. That is a wrap on episode 24 of the Xander's Facts podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see y'all next week. Listen up.